Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thank you for listening today. As many of you know that I talked out of Mark chapter 5, verse 21 through 34 yesterday. I talked about the healing of Jairus' daughter, and the, the, the guy came and worked in the synagogue and said, my daughter is sick and doing horrible. Can you come and uh, pray for her? And he said, yes, he's on his way over there. And then a lady touched him that had been bleeding for 12 years, and she was totally healed. We talked about that, so I'm not going to reiterate talking about that. But i got to finish the story on Jairus' daughter. Well, she, he was on the way there, and then he stopped, and uh, he said, hey, you know what? We're going to go touch this girl's life. And he went over there, and, and guess what? God worked in a powerful way. And, of course, there are many people that were in the room all around, and they were there, and they were sad. They were crying and weeping because the daughter had died. Jesus was late, they thought, and he, she had died. In fact, let's read this in Matthew five thirty-seven through 42. He says, he did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, and the brother James. Now was to, to Jairus' daughter's place. When they came to the home of the synagogue later, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. And you can understand that. A little child dies, they wail loudly. When my little boy died, I wailed loudly. I can tell you that. I was devastated, absolutely crushed. And these people were feeling the same thing. And he went in and said to them, this is kind of interesting, he said this to them, why is all the commotion and wailing? The child is not dead but asleep. But they laughed at him. Well, folks, you can kind of get that a little bit. You know, someone's dead and someone says, oh, they're just asleep. Really? Unless you really truly believed in Jesus Christ and you knew who that was you're talking about. At the end of the passage, we see the people were astonished. Why do you think the power of Jesus astonishes people? You know, it does. In fact, I haven't even read that yet. But it says, after he put them out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and he said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this they were completely astonished, just what I had just said. He gave them strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat. Wow, they were completely astonished. Jesus astonishes people with his power. People, they don't realize if they would have faith to believe that he will do the unimaginable. It just is a matter of believing. Imagine what real faith could accomplish. So many lives could be touched physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually if we would practice believing. I believe we would see amazing things take place, and some of us have. You know, Newton wrote that great song, Amazing Grace. And you know what? We need to live in that amazing grace. We need to live in the understanding that that our God is able and capable of saving us, saving us from all our sins, saving us from all the issues we have in life, from the way we've been living. You know, he has a plan that's so much greater than ours, but we have to believe in him. You know, I was so glad. I was so glad when, when John Newton 
when he told his story and how he was so lost, but he was found. In fact, just listen to some of these words of amazing grace. You know the song well as well as I do, probably. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. See, that's exactly what Jesus Christ does. Things look dim. Things look dark. The enemy gets a hold of us and takes us the wrong direction 100 miles an hour, and we don't realize that the amazing grace of God is there to, to bring us out of that deep, miry clay. He says, "'Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first believed." People, that is the key right there. The hour I first believed. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. And, of course, John Newton went through those dangers, toils, and snares, an incredible story that John Newton had. Tis grace that brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. Grace will lead me home. As I am preaching this today, and I, I don't know, this is going to be aired a few weeks uh, later than the actual day I'm preaching. You listen today, that means I... I probably produced it uh, three weeks, two to three weeks prior. But in this time right now, I have a good friend. Her name is Ellen, and she's in a grace living in in Caldwell. And she listens to our our show almost every day. And she showed me this morning. I went to visit her. She showed me this morning the radio that's just tuned into this channel. She turns it on to listen to the show. Well, they've given her one to four weeks to live. So I don't know whether today that she's living or not in this, uh, as this show is produced. I hope and pray she is if she's healthy. But she's 92, and she says, Pastor, I'm, I'm ready to meet Jesus. I'm going to see Jesus. She's going to have a great reunion with Jesus. But she's such a dear woman. I have so enjoyed her, her comments and her honesty and her love. And I pray that, that God would be with her in these last days, that God would guide her life. You know what? We're all going to face that someday. But when we have grace, when we have the power of God behind us, we have his amazing grace, great things happen. And the Lord, it said, the Lord has promised, the song goes on, the Lord has promised good to me. His word my hope secures. He will shield my portion and portion as long as life endures. Yea, when the flesh and heart shall fall and mortal life shall cease, I shall possess with the veil a life of joy. And peace, and that's what I told Ellen. It's going to be a life of joy and peace, the glory of Almighty God. I told her to make sure she said hi to my boy that's in heaven. Say, make sure she's. I'm going to hug him. She told me a story when he was really years ago, when before he died, that at a Boise State girls basketball game, he she he went over and saw her and and climbed on her lap and had some popcorn. And he, she said, "Your little boy was so sweet." And she looks forward to seeing him in heaven, and of course I do too. But I look forward to seeing my Lord, my Savior, and to know that I can live in that joy forever. And this is the last two verses of this song. It says, The earth shall soon dissolve like snow, the sun forbear to shine, but God who called me here below will be forever mine. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. And I think you all know in this song when it comes to your mind, amazing grace, 
How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. I was blind, but now I see. You know what? We were blind. We were lost. The Bible says we were all lost, but now we see. I've had the honor to walk with God from a very early age, and I've witnessed the power of God for many, many years with all sorts of different answers to prayer in many different realms. The people at the little girl's healing from the dead were amazed. It makes me think of the theme song of our series, I Can Only Imagine. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when I walk by your side. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Folks, I can imagine what your heart will feel, what my heart will feel when you see Jesus and recognize that his love and his power has sustained you through all these years on earth to know that one day this will all pass away and we'll be dancing in the presence and recognizing our faith was not in vain. People of God know this today. Your faith is not in vain. He is there for you. If you're struggling today with anything in your life, I pray right now, right where you're sitting, that you would give it to him, whether you're having some family problems, whether you're having some health problems, whether you're having some emotional problems. In the name of Jesus, today I pray you give that to him. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, Whoever is listening today that is struggling in their life with one issue or another, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, you would deliver them. They would have faith to believe that you are going to change their lives. You're going to answer their prayer. You're going to get them going the right direction. Lord, direct their lives. Open their lives up to you this day. I pray in the precious name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Well, in closing today, I want you to know several things. One is Jesus is anxious to heal your brokenness. Jesus is anxious to heal your brokenness. Heal the issues you are dealing with. To walk by your side. To be your best friend. His promises are sure. His words stand forever. They stand the test of time, and it doesn't change from generation to generation. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he loves you. And his plan is so much more significant than even you can imagine. But we now need to start imagining what God wants to do in our lives and to start calling upon him, spending time with him, spending time alone with him, listening to his word or reading his word, whatever you do best. I, anymore, I like listening uh, to the word of God. I have a Gideon's app, I've told you many times, and I can listen to the word of God. Many mornings, I just turn that on and I listen and I listen and I try to saturate what the word of God tells me. People of God, he wants to heal your brokenness. David said this in Psalm thirty-four, eighteen: the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. What's he do? He saves those who are crushed in spirit. Those who are struggling, those who are having down moments. He saves you. He will see you through that. He will walk with you. He will talk with you. He'll guide you along the way. You know what? You just got to trust him today.
and remember his amazing grace for your life. He loves you and has a tremendous plan for your life. Lord bless you. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.